It's Philosophy Talk. The average cost of college is, what, $20,000 a year? Now, according to these estimates that I got off the web, you can pass those around, someone with no education beyond high school can expect to make about $20,000 a year in the current job market. Now, that being said, over the next four years, you could either spend $80,000 or I could make $80,000. What are you going to do with your fancy college degree in comparative literature or philosophy? Society has rules. And the first rule is, you go to college. You want to have a happy and successful life? You go to college. If you want to be somebody, you go to college. If you want to fit in, you go to college. Is college really for everybody? Some sort of education beyond high school is really crucial to create great opportunities and to live a really fulfilling life. Our guest is former president of Stanford University, John Hennessy. The most important thing is not starting college, it's completing college. The value of a college education, coming up on Philosophy Talk. This is Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. We're coming to you from De Anza High School in Richmond, California. We're in front of a live audience and a lively audience of AP students and their teachers. Our thinking originates at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus. That's where Ken teaches philosophy, and I taught for philosophy there for 40 years. 40 wonderful years, John. Now, welcome, everyone, to Philosophy Talk. Today, we're thinking about the value of a college education. Well, you know, Ken, these days, uh, times can be tight, money scarce. When people think of the value of college... They tend to think in terms of dollars and cents. How much is it going to cost me? How much is it going to cost my parents? How much will I have to take out in student loans to pay for it? Will my future earnings make college worth the cost? Stuff like that. Well, John, that's certainly one way to measure the value of a college education. That's the economic measure of its value. And that's an important way. But, you know, it's really not. I don't think it's the best way. That's because college is about so much more it's about so much more than the size of your future paycheck. I'm with the, the, the author W.E.B. Du Bois, one of the great American thinkers about uh, education. He said, the true college curriculum is the riddle of existence. And its goal, he said, is not to earn meat, that is money, but to know the end and aim of that life which meat nourishes. What, what do you think about that, John? Oh, I think it's profound, Ken and spoken like a true philosophy major, at least one of them who's managed to get a job and eke out a living. (laughs) Well, except I got a dirty little secret for you. I don't think I've ever told you this. My major in college, it wasn't actually philosophy. I actually You didn't tell me that when I hired you. No, that's true. (laughs) I started out as an electrical engineer. I dabbled in psychology for a while, and then I tried my hand at mathematics until I met my math in topology. And finally, I ended up majoring in this kind of cool, great books program. What, so, so what's the point about this life story? The life, it's like that you should go with the major you love. Find your passion. Let the future take care of itself. Your undergraduate major, anyway, it may have little direct bearing on what you actually end up doing for a living and with the rest of your life. 
Well, an, an important fact is that to be employable, you don't have to devote your whole major to it. Just a series of courses in computer science or accounting or something that companies need is going to do it. But try telling that to nervous parents who worry that their kid's fancy degree in philosophy or comp lit. Uh, they think that's a very expensive ticket to poverty, unemployment, and coming back after graduation to live in the basement. Well, you know, parents can be a problem. But, you know, there comes a time when you have to listen to your own voice and you block out the voice of your parents. There comes a time when you have to do that. College is a good time to do that. You know what I tell, advise students to tell their parents if they want to major in philosophy? No, what's that? What do you tell them? I tell them to lie. Oh, come on, John. Stop joking. No, I'm dead serious. I, I say, look, you want to be a philosophy major. Somebody comes in office hours says, I want to be a philosophy major, but I'm worried about my, my parents' whole thing. I say, call them up and say, Mom and Dad, I've decided to major in dance. Then wait a week or two and call them up and say, no, I've reconsidered. I'm going to major in philosophy. They, they won't give you any grief. But look, John... There's no reason to lie. I mean, speaking of unemployment, you were talking about express ticket to unemployment. Philosophy majors actually have one of the lowest postgraduate unemployment rates, and lower than certain STEM majors that are all the rates these days, like math, biology, or physics, or even chemical engineering right out of college. Lower than more vocational or applied majors like graphic design, industrial engineering, or even architecture. So there's no reason to lie. Well, I mean... Philosophy graduates make very good baristas, so they get jobs. Oh, no. It's any kind of work. <laughs> no, in any kind of work, any kind of uh, corporation that needs people that know how to think, know how to chair meetings, know how to put the, the silly stuff aside and focus on what's right, need to write clearly. So philosophy majors do very, very well. I would never say that a degree in philosophy, which I've spent my whole life in, uh, is going to ruin a student for life. And it's not just that philosophy won't ruin you for life. The liberal arts generally, what they do is prepare you for life. They enhance the powers of your mind. They expand your horizons. They deepen your sympathies. That's why Du Bois, who thought actually the liberal arts was the key to culture and civilization, that's why he loved them so much. Ken, in spite of my old age and cynicism, I, I really love your passion and idealism, and you can even share a little bit of it sometimes. But I don't think most people see college quite that way these days. No, you're unfortunately right about that. Way, way too many people see college, especially elite colleges like Stanford, where you and I teach, or Harvard or Yale, as the brass ring. Grab that brass ring at the end of some frantic rat race. Well, that's why parents and students often allow their college choices to be influenced, unduly influenced, by these pointless college ratings put out by the likes of U.S. News and World Report. You're right. They are utterly pointless. It's also why parents sometimes spend tens of thousands of dollars, sometimes even $100,000, on a private college counselor. Well, now just speaking for myself, not for Stanford or for you or anybody else, I would love to co put a complete stop to the whole multi-billion dollar private counselor industry. Yeah, well, good luck with that, man. Uh, that genie is not going back into the bottle anytime soon. That's why we sent our roving philosophical reporter, Shuka Kalantari, to take a close-up look at how that industry works for good or ill. She files this report. High school is stressful. No time! There's never any time! I don't have time to study! I'll never get into Stanford! A recent NYU study shows today's high school students have so much chronic stress, it actually messes with their ability to do well in class. 
it increases their fear and anxiety over not getting into top-notch colleges. And that leads us to the billion-dollar college consulting industry. In a lot of ways, the private consulting industry is feeding on the fears of many families and kids. That's Richard Shaw. He's the Dean of Undergraduate Admissions and Financial Aid at Stanford University. Shaw says some private college admissions consultants are mercenaries, charging as much as $40,000 per student. College consultants are cashing in on this growing desire for students to go to a small pool of fancy colleges. But he says high school students shouldn't focus on admissions rates. Instead, they should explore activities in schools that make them happy. We need to come back to giving young people their adolescence back. Shaw doesn't think all college admissions consultants are bad. Many are certified to follow national standards, no false promises of getting into schools, and no writing a student's college essay for them. The biggest favor you can do yourself in this is to be open-minded and flexible in the options that you're considering. Nicole Hoseman is a college admissions consultant in Berkeley, California. She asks her students not to focus only on top-name universities. You will discover a whole wealth of colleges out there that you didn't know existed that could be fantastic places for you. Zipporah Zingle is a freshman in college. In her junior year of high school, Nicole Hoseman was her private college consultant. Zipporah says the counseling was worth it. We came to a realization, or at least I did, I'm sure she already had, that there's no reason to force yourself into something that you won't enjoy because if you don't enjoy it, you won't really find passion or happiness in what you're doing. Zipporah ended up going to UC Berkeley, but not because it's a popular school. She actually enjoys it there. It's not like the superficial appearances of the college. Nicole Hoseman, Zipporah's college admin consultant, says even though her job is to get people right into a four-year college, she went to a community college, and she's doing great. There's, I think, this notion when you're a teenager that this choice you make now will affect everything about your future trajectory. And in a way, it does, but as any adult will tell you, in reality, life goes in so many unexpected directions, and there's always a different door that opens. And it's important, but it's not the be-all, end-all of where you're going to end up in life and how happy you're going to be. So the takeaway from all this? Yes, students should work hard but they shouldn't stress out too much. Families can hire a college admissions consultant, or not. But if they do, they don't need to drop $40,000 on it. For Philosophy Talk, I'm Shuka Kalantari. Want to hear more? You can find the complete episode on iTunes Music, or for unlimited listening, become a subscriber at philosophytalk.org.